about to start so pop those headphones in and let Sophia style radio to keep you company. Love Thy Body Project, home of female empowerment. you'd like to get in touch or find out how you can work with us then just head on over to lovethybodyproject.com enjoy non-stop music from original female artists only on Sophia's style radio find out more on all the w's sophiaandi.co.uk search under our playlists and artists original female artists only on Sophia's style radio Sweet. 
Body Project, the show where no topic is off limits. We're here to encourage, empower and support. Today you've got myself, Laura Bland and the very gorgeous Serena Novelli and together we are two thirds of Love by Body Project. Our guest today is Sarah Bertels from Tree of Life. But before we start talking to Sarah, I'm just going to give a quick trigger warning because part of today's discussion, we are going to be talking about miscarriages, um, multiple miscarriages, and that can kind of affect you on a mental and emotional level as well as the physical side but then we're also going to be going into how you can support yourself and how you can move through that kind of that trauma that you might have gone through so if you are going through something similar right now if you're feeling a little bit fragile a little bit emotional if today isn't the day for you to listen to this show then do go find yourself something else to do the show will go on the podcast so when you are feeling a little bit stronger and a little bit more able, you can still come back to it and listen and get all of Sarah's tips and advice. So we are going to be talking about miscarriage, but also what you can do to support your mental and your physical health. So Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself then and just give us a brief overview of Tree of Life. Yeah, sure. Hi, Laura. Hi, Serena. So, yeah, personally, I, I've i had quite a few miscarriages. Um, I was just saying to Laura earlier, I, I think I, I stopped counting when I got to around six. Um, and for a bit of sort of background, at the moment, I'm just turned 33 years old. And I've been having miscarriages kind of on and off for about over a 10 year period, really. So it's something I've just awfully I've got used to it it's become a normal part of my life which is awful to say that you know I, I don't want to to say that miscarriage has become a normal thing for me but it has and I think there's a, a time when you go through so many miscarriages you do just expect that it's going to happen again um, and then every positive pregnancy result does come with a level of, of, of caution and trepidation which is very deeply upsetting because I know a, a lot of wonderful very lucky women out there get that positive pregnancy test result and it just comes with joy and happiness and and no no negative feelings at all um, and for me now if I get that positive pregnancy test result it comes with obviously joy happiness excitement like every other woman and family um, but for me and, and a lot of other women out there it comes with a, a lot of fear and uh, anxiety about what that short-term future holds which is is just so upsetting um <laughs> even though it's a happy time it's also deeply sad as well but one thing that really helped me get through so many miscarriages uh something that I discovered which was the love of gardening and when I started doing this kind of in my late 
20s you know a lot of my friends sort of sniggered and laughed you know because they were sort of going out and partying and uh, you know go meeting up in the pub and stuff and you know I'm there planting out my seedlings and doing stuff in the garden but what I didn't realize about gardening beforehand before I started was the the huge positive impact that it has on our health and by health I mean physical health and mental health and that's why I set up the business which I set up um, Tree of Life which allows people to plant a portion of the cremated remains of a, someone that they love who's passed away with a tree or a flowering plant which I just think is, is such a beautiful thing to be able to do you know you can choose any plant any tree what I love is the fact that you can choose that that the plant tree bush shrub that really reflects the nature and the the personality of the person who you've lost then of course there's the ongoing care and maintenance of the of, of that plant you know you need to keep coming back to it feeding it tending to it watering it pruning it so much care and love that you can put into that plant and that will then give you love back that's how I like to see it there's there's something so powerful about nature that I think that everyone should at least try and aim to have one house plant in 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 their home you know even if you don't have a garden it it doesn't matter um they can just be such beautiful companions so I am not green fingered at all um and anytime so I've had plenty of house plants in the past I always manage to obviously either overwater them underwater them or neglect them in some way shape or form is there kind of like a a bomb proof house plant that you recommend to people that are yes. just getting started that are like me absolutely they don't survive? Yes. it depends kind of what your style is but there are quite a few out there um i would recommend a spider plant they are beautiful and they are so easy going as long as you don't put them in direct sunlight so don't put them on a really sunny windowsill because they will just get sunburned and kind of wither but yeah any kind of indirect light you can overwater them you can underwater them they don't care at all um also i would recommend a pothos plant also known as devil's ivy sometimes it's not an, an ivy so it doesn't cling to your wall and start growing on your wall or anything like that in the way ivy does virtually indestructible as well and that's one of those lovely uh, fashionable plants at the minute you know that kind of trails and and um and hangs down a bit you know so you could put it on more of like an elevated shelf and then it would hang down and look quite quite arty and quite stylish yeah so they're the kind of ones that we see on the instagram pictures where someone styled a house and they've got exactly the growing down that'll be a pothos plant yes exactly i suppose though kind of in terms of what serena's been doing with the kids it it doesn't really matter now what the result is as such because they've had that outdoor time they've had that activity they've had that kind of learning about you know what we're planting and why we might plant it and everything so so I guess you're already getting some of those benefits of you know being outside and experiencing nature a little bit more and it doesn't necessarily matter if everything grows or survives but the stuff that does it's a brucey bonus so yeah exactly I just think there's, there's, there's something so tactile about putting your hands into the soil you know and 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 planting and and putting your seeds in and and just getting really tactile with your hands and nature and touching the plants I don't know for me there's something there like 
there's definitely a link between between us and nature and and just getting really stuck in like physically getting stuck into it yeah so you're right Laura the end result is is not usually the most important thing like you know it doesn't matter if you know if your sunflower kind of wilts and 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 withers away obviously it's a big shame and it can be a bit disheartening but you know there are peaks and troughs in nature as well aren't there not not everything will thrive and survive nature has its own little way it has its own rhythm and i think that's what helped me put through through my personal grief was the fact that nature forces us to slow down nature goes at its own pace and nothing we can do can really speed that up or slow that down you know we're not in control of everything right and sometimes that's a really important thing to remember something about nature you know it forces us to to slow down it teaches us patience which as very busy humans busy all all the time you know in that rat race can can be a very refreshing thing in itself just teaching ourselves patience and knowing that we're not in control of everything and um, yeah. that's a really really big life lesson to learn I was just going to say being outside and being in nature that you are more present with your own thoughts as well um, or yeah. you can be mindful in the activities that you're doing so if you have got a racy mind and with anything when you go through anything that's difficult that blame always comes on you you always pop that blame onto you what did I do wrong what what could I have done better what could I, you know and and, and you, you force that onto yourself um, but actually being outside being in nature having that time to to do something and not have all of that racing around in your mind even if it's just for five minutes it's just so powerful absolutely yeah I I couldn't agree more I have a very very busy mind um, you know there's always 10 things I have to achieve within the next five minutes that, that I put onto myself you know no one else is putting that pressure on me you know if I'm honest about it I'm the person who's saying I have to achieve all of these things today but in reality, I don't need to achieve one of them, really. You know, sometimes just getting through the day is an achievement in itself. You know, getting through the day, being, you know, just just happily floating through the day, that it can be the biggest win. You know, that can be the greatest achievement. Getting out into nature, you know, just messing about with your plants, just pottering here and there. It does quieten your mind and you can tune into the sounds of your garden if you're lucky enough to have one no and that's it and it and it is I mean we love being out outdoors and we're very um <clears throat> lucky where I live in that there's a lot of um natural beauty spots around us and and it's always nice to get out get the fresh air go for a walk but we do always do the the kind of right you know what what animals can we spot whilst we're out and what will we find mm -hmm. if we lift this stone up and all that that kind of thing and it is just nice as a, as a family as well to be able to to do that kind of activity isn't it and and just get away from technology away from screens away from you know stale air and being stuck inside and everything so yeah outside is definitely a bonus so we are going to take a brief break for some music but don't go anywhere we will be back very shortly If you'd like to get in touch or find out how you can work with us, then just head on over to lovethybodyproject.com. Original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio.
to Live Thy Body Project, the show where no topic is off limits. You've got myself, Laura Bland, the gorgeous Serena Novelli, and our guest today is Sarah. Um, and we're talking a little bit about miscarriage and how to cope with that. So if you're not ready to be listening, if you're feeling a little bit fragile, 
jump off and come back and listen on the podcast when it can give you some support. Sarah, I just want to come back to Tree of Life and talk about that a little bit more because I think it's a really interesting project. It's an interesting um, approach that you've taken to support other people in their in their grief. And I'd like to hear a little bit more really on how you got started with it and what you saw as kind of the vision in those early days, how you saw that it could help other people. Yeah, sure. Thank you. When I got pregnant with the child that I, I have now, my one successful pregnancy that I that I had, my partner and I decided that the best thing for me to do would be to quit my job. I had a very stressful job working in a marketing agency, having experienced so many miscarriages. And then when we got pregnant again, I just thought I'm not taking a risk with this one. I'm going to quit my job. But about a year later, my son had just turned one uh, and I was kind of ready to get back into work again. So I didn't want to go back to my career that I'd left. I didn't feel like that um, that kind of work culture would now suit my life. So I really wanted to make sure that what I was doing was right and that was going to work. So I spoke to, our lo- to a professor at a local horticultural college uh, who absolutely loved the idea, thought it was absolutely fantastic, said actually one of his friends kind of came up with a, a similar thing, but they just did it on a personal level uh, for someone who they, uh, who they had lost, who was a very passionate um, gardener, and he was really behind it. Uh, so that was a big boost to my confidence and stuff as well, obviously, being a new mum and then never running my own business before, there was all two very new things I was trying to do. So now what I do is, um, you know, I I run it all from home. Um, I package everything up and send it out. And as I think I mentioned before, what I especially love about the business is that you can use any tree, any plant, any flower, um, a lot of. um, But the beauty of this recipe is that as long as you do your due diligence in regards to where you're going to be planting and what kind of environment you have, i.e., you know, is it very sunny? Is it very shady? What type of soil do you have? And I think if you're going to choose a special plant for your garden anyway, regardless of whether you're going to to plant uh, with a Tree of Life kit or not, I would always suggest just checking your soil quality. It's something that makes me really happy actually running this business because it's so personal to everyone and each customer has a completely different experience of what they have because, you know, each garden is different each family is different and each loved one who's passed away was different so everyone has a completely unique experience with it which I just think is absolutely wonderful you you know no two people are going to experience the same the same thing what you're doing is amazing to support people it's something that everyone can really really relate to you know I think most people um have have those personal memories of plants like you have there Serena with pricking your finger on the rose thorns they take us back to our childhood and you know how how often do you get like um a smell or a sound that just suddenly takes you right right back to sort of 30 years ago that nostalgia that it brings it's such a wonderful thing <laughs> in terms then Sarah in terms of kind of the benefits that you found when you so you said you found gardening really sort of towards your late 20s what were you experiencing when you first kind of found your love for it how did you feel that it was sort of supporting and helping you what what differences did you find within your yourself there's one example that really really stands out to me and it, it was so strong but it was one of those silly kind of everyday occurrences that normally I, I I wouldn't really give a second thought to but it stayed with me for a long time it was a really powerful learning curve for me 
I'd had this um, this headache for so long, uh, a couple of days, and I, I couldn't shake it. You know, I was drinking water, took paracetamol, and it was really getting me down. You know, when you, you just you just can't get rid of it, and I just felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. I was in a really dark place, and we had a little garden, and I just thought, right, I'm just going to go out into the, into the garden. I'm, I'm just going to dig up all these weeds that have grown. It got out of hand. Uh, I thought, I'm sick of looking at it. I'm going to do it. And to be fair, I went into the garden with a really bad attitude. I was frustrated with everything and everyone. And I went out into the garden and I was digging up these weeds really crossly. I would be really, really cross, jabbing at them with my trowel going, Argh. I was really cross. And then after sort of 20 minutes, you know, I sort of relaxed into it. And I was like, oh, actually, I'm quite enjoying digging up these weeds now. This is This is really pleasant. Once I could see the results of what I was doing, you know, I was kind of working my way up my way up a border and I thought oh actually this is I'm, I'm making a big difference here uh, so I carried on with it uh, and I must have been out there for a couple of hours and uh, I completely lost track of time you know it, it was a lovely summer's afternoon and I, I, I was so happy and then I went in it's completely gone I completely forgot that I even had a headache it just went it dissipated I don't know when it went but it just went and I wasn't cross anymore. I wasn't frustrated. I wasn't angry. I didn't have the dark clouds over me. But also, in, interestingly, I didn't notice that they had gone either. I just was happy. I just was carefree. I was just in that moment. I wasn't thinking about what had been before or what was going to happen next. I was just happy. I was content. I'm just loving it. That for me was a big turning point when I just suddenly thought, wow, actually, maybe there's more to gardening. I thought maybe there's actually something more to this. Maybe this is a good thing. So I just started to look into it more. And then it just kind of went from there, really. That was it was a big turning point for me was that day. And has it's getting outside and gardening and whether it's a big job or a small job, is that something that now forms kind of part of your daily routine and your your daily self? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm very lucky now. We've we've literally just moved house. I'm I'm surrounded by boxes in this room at the moment. We now have a, a huge garden. Now every day I have to get out get out into into the garden because it's massive and it needs a lot of work. Now I'm relishing every single day. It's just a joy to get out there every every day. And even if I'm just hacking down nettles, which is what I'm mostly doing at the moment. I don't really mind because I'm just out there and I'm loving it and I've got the fresh air. We need to be on our own, just with our own thoughts. And it's very replenishing and nourishing to do that. But then other times gardening can bring a lot of people together, which is what I found being out there in my garden, in my new garden. Yeah. And I think for me, kind of as a child, being out in our garden. So when I was growing up, you know, your, your neighbours, you could kind of see across each other's gardens for a few houses. And it was almost that kind of, you know, social activity when you're out in the garden and being able to chat to neighbours, you know, my mum would be hanging the washing out or my dad would be doing gardening. One of our neighbours had... Um, had a rhubarb plant and they tried to kill it every year because they hated rhubarb and it was just <laughs> so resilient so we always then had their rhubarb and um you know I've got memories of rhubarb sticks dipping them in a pot of sugar as a kid and just oh, lovely that, you know? so yeah so I think there, there definitely is that kind of or there can be that social element can't there of just being outdoors and in your own space but actually getting to know the people around you a little bit as well we are going to take another very brief break for some music. Stick with us and we'll be back in a moment. 
If you'd like to get in touch or find out how you can work with us, then just head on over to lovethybodyproject.com. Enjoy non-stop music from original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Find out more on all the W's, sophiaandi.co.uk, search under our playlists and artists. This, 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 this is, this is the end, is, this, 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 this is. Standing up then falling down One foot forward sinking now Seeping slowly through the cracks Barely moving forward but I can't go back
this the end is this 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 Welcome back. You're listening to Love Thy Body Project with myself, Laura Bland, the lovely Serena Novelli, and today's guest is Sarah. And we've been talking about all sorts of things around kind of the theme of gardening and how you can use that to support your mental and your physical health, but also um, Sarah's business, which is Tree of Life, where she helps um, bereaved people to essentially have something that they can utilise as a memory of a loved one. So taking some of their ashes putting it into a very special recipe that she's developed into soil so that then you can take that and grow a plant, tree or something else of your choice to help you remember that loved one. So I'm going to put you right on the spot, Sarah, and I want to know if we've got listeners that are, you know, wanting to maybe get into gardening or just develop a bit more of a green finger, what is your tip right now for those of us that just really haven't got a clue what we're doing but would like to get started? Sure. So I'd say firstly, for people who are interested in gardening, but don't have a garden, invest in some house plants, a window box. Absolutely fantastic. You know, you can nip down to the garden centre. They're really cheap to pick up, get a bit of compost, pick any kind of gorgeous little plants that you think would look lovely in your window box or a lovely house plant um, and just get stuck in. See what you like, look at the different colours. And, and then plant them in the soil when you're happy with the arrangement that you've got. Um, for people who do have gardens, I would firstly recommend, strongly recommend looking on the RHS website and just having a read for 10 minutes just on your phone. You will learn so much in such a short space of time. They have some fantastic resources there, but also just get out into your garden, sit there and just have a cup of tea and a biscuit, sit in your garden and look at what you've got to begin with you know don't just rush in there and say right I'm gonna I'm gonna plant a sunflower today because you know maybe your garden isn't right for a sunflower maybe actually when you're sat in there you you think oh actually what would look lovely is actually what I really want is a palm tree but sit in your garden if you're lucky enough to have one have a cup of tea and a biscuit and just enjoy it and then appreciate it and then you will get these ideas they will come to you on what you think would look lovely. Well, I definitely like the idea of a cup of tea and a biscuit. Mm. I'm making an assumption <laughs> that, um, so you've mentioned the RHS website a couple of times, so I'm assuming that we're talking Royal Horticultural Society. Yes, sorry. Yes, of course. Yes, we are. That's all right. Go and, so go and check out the RHS website for some tips and advice. Sarah, where can people find you and connect with you? I am on Twitter, The Tree of Life UK, and you can visit the website, which is thetreeoflife.uk. So thank you very much for coming on and talking to us today. It's been really interesting and I've loved everything that you've been telling us about your journey and you know how we can support ourselves just by getting outside a little bit more and being in the moment. If you're not already following us or part of our community, do come and search on Facebook for Love Thy Body Project and you can get more involved to help develop your self-love, your self-belief and also bring that confidence up. And we'll be back again next week with another episode. Take care. If you'd like to get in touch or find out how you can work with us, then just head on over to lovethybodyproject.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 